Good evening. Welcome to the Signal 50 podcast, episode 10. Before we get started, I want you to hear a little something from our, our good friend, Sleepy Joe. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. And how's everybody doing after that? Oh, my goodness. Alpha, where did that come from? That is, uh, this is still going to allow him to get voted in because he's in leading all the polls? I can't believe it, Alpha. Hi, Delta. I'm sorry. I heard that and I just couldn't stop myself. <laughs> hey, good evening. Good evening. <laughs> that is... Uh, what I would consider classic Joe Biden, classic and, Bidenism, and, right there. It, oh. it really is. We we can't we can't use the video for anybody out there that's listening. Obviously, we're a podcast format. And we're, we're we're a better podcast than a video. He was actually reading that off of a piece of paper when he was doing it. He was he was looking down and reading it when he said that. So either he wrote it that way, or his brain just decided to probably tell the truth. I have no idea. Well, you know that uh, people with mental impairment have more Freudian slips than people that don't have mental impairment. Just so I'm you. just curious. Does he have like a, a spreadsheet or a matrix of all of the crime organizations that he's a part of so that he knows which one at which time he needs to reference? How do you keep that straight? That's that's my question. <laughs> Guys, remember when we were young, we used to go to that stadium that was local to us and programs, get your programs here. You know <laughs> what I mean? There's an index. It's you need like a you need like a like a scorecard to keep up with the Biden crime family. It's unbelievable. So here's well, here's the other oh yeah, by the way, I'm sorry before I, I was just about to say, if you if you think about that the, the the mainstream media is allowing this to happen, everyone's saying that they're ahead in the polls, they must really think we're stupid. Anyway, I, I all right, all right. So let's let's hit the pause button. Let's let's pump the brakes a little bit. Hello, chumps. Hello, fellow chumps out there. If you're if you're thinking of supporting the president of the United States, Donald John Trump, according to Joe Biden, you're nothing but a chump. So that being said, welcome to the show, everybody. We've had an interesting week in politics and in the news. It is the 25th of October on a Sunday night, and ugh. Too much to talk about. Too much to talk about. So, how's everybody doing? You know, without any further ado, everybody good? Everybody good out there? I'm good. This, yeah, is, Al, this, this is Bravo. I'm right. I'm good. Delta, yeah, how you doing, man? Good, good. Uh, long week, but uh, always excited to sit down with uh, with my pals here and have a little spirited conversation about whatever. Certain, <laughs> certainly glad to have you. Exactly, it's whatever. I mean, uh, certainly glad to be back uh, after a week break of uh, recording. Thanks for sticking with us, and, and we hope to we hope to get you back here. Uh, everybody's lives just got. Uh, we were overcome by events all week. All 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 of us here. So, um, I spent uh, pretty much the week from hell uh, dealing with some stuff, and uh, I know. Bravo and golf did the same thing. So without any further ado, generally speaking, what we're going to do is we're going to run down some of the topics we're going to cover tonight. We already covered Joe Biden's gaffe or truth. I have no idea what it is anymore. <laughs> I, I, I can't separate what's truth, truth from lie from him anymore. But anyhow, we'll get into him at, at the last, uh, the last of the three subjects in the opinion section. 
we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, the pending vote on Amy Coney Barrett uh, tomorrow in the Senate. And we're going to have to deal a little bit uh, for our second topic. We're going to have to deal a little bit with uh, Hunter. A little more stuff has come out about Hunter and some of the things there. And, and of course, we're going to absolutely have to cover the last. Uh, I'm not sure I would even call that one a debate either. That was a shellacking. That was it was amazing to watch oh. President Trump come in there where everyone was thinking that he was going to do the same thing. And President Trump just pulled the rug out from under him and they all fell down. It was awesome. Oh, he did. But before we get into uh, the Amy Coney Barrett story and, and, and our discussion about that, you know, listen, uh, we really our listenership has really grown and we really appreciate it. One thing that we're missing is feedback from the audience. We'd really like to hear from you. You can go to our website at www.signal50.com and go ahead and you can contact us. There's email links there. You can hit us uh, comment on rumble and YouTube. Uh, Please, please give us some feedback and and tell us how we're doing. Like Mm -hmm. us, don't like us, you know, great. Just, just let us know. So we know how to shape the show better to your liking um we're having a good time doing it but if we can make it a little bit better we'd love to do that we always want to learn and constantly improve and don't forget to look for us on parlor remember we're dumping facebook and we're dumping twitter so although that that joe biden tidbit did come from twitter but (laughs) i didn't find it because i don't have a twitter account (laughs) just so you know well, thanks, Kaylee McEnany. <laughs> That's right. Anyhow. So, you know, let's talk a little about, uh, well, I, I think she's any any minute now going to be our next Supreme Court Justice, Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, they dispensed with further debate on the topic, and they're moving to a straight vote tomorrow. They basically told the Democrats, don't say anything. But they weren't there to tell them because they're all, quote, boycotting. Because so it's interesting, the, right? How the uh, twelve to zero to vote out of committee, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and why was it twelve to zero? Because, because there were no nays. Because nobody showed up. <laughs> None of the Democrats showed up to that committee meeting, except they left pictures of people when and their health care because the health care is going to go supposed <laughs> to the Democrats. Wait bye a bye. Wait you a minute. Let's before before we get to that before before we get yeah. there. Let let's back it up a little bit, right? Yeah. 12 to 0, the Democrats just decided not to show up to do their job, to vote. Mm-hmm. Right. So they have absolutely nothing to say when she gets voted in, do they? Nothing. Not well, a damn not thing. Only, it's not only that. It's not only that. We, we, we taxpayers, the three of us, plus anybody that's listening to this, if you're in the United States, because we do have foreign listeners, which you forgot to point out there, Alpha, we pay their salary. So I don't pay mm-hmm. them to sit at home. I don't pay them to campaign, and I don't pay them to duck and dodge. I pay them to sit in that very nice, very expensive government-purchased leather chair and make a decision one way or the other. Absolutely, and they're not doing their jobs at all, period. Listen, I, I don't care if you're for or against this nominee for whatever reason you have. If you don't get in there, it's just like voting. If you don't vote, don't bitch. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, they'll keep bitching, though. Don't worry. They'll, well, they'll keep complaining. It's what but, they do. But in terms of uh, Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation vote, which is scheduled for uh, tomorrow, it's also known as a uh, belated Hillary gift. It was. It's her birthday tomorrow. So there you go. Happy birthday, Hillary. Uh, they're going to vote her right in. 
on your birthday. As you know what? Wait a minute. Yeah. Now, now I'm going to say something here. Um, yeah. I, I'm a little bit proud of the way the Republicans have handled this. They're, you know what? The way that they handled Kavanaugh and the mm -hmm. way that that all went down and everything, they need to ram this Amy Coney Barrett. She's a great gal. They mm -hmm. really need to ram her up everybody's keister. Just get mm -hmm. it through, get it done, just do it. Mm -hmm. Quit pussyfooting around and show some backbone and just go. And yeah, they did. Well, and and they did. Not only did they do that, and they really, you know, again, President Trump saved the best for last. She sailed through that committee hearing, uh, just basically serving uh, facts and why I belong on that court to the Democrats who tried to trip her up, which there was no way to do that. But it's interesting because they just had a recent decision, uh, and it was tied. Uh, thanks to the uh, Chief Justice, I don't know how he got that title, but uh, he voted with the, uh, with the liberal judges, uh, justices, excuse me, on that court, a four-to-four decision that allows for voting in Pennsylvania to be extended another three days. This is ridiculous. And uh, why we need Amy Coney Barrett on that, on that bench. Yeah. To me, November 3rd means November 3rd. Mm -hmm. No, right. but the problem is that a lot of a lot of the things that you're mentioning, Alpha, are going to be going right up the court because they're going to have the the cheap eye mail is not a joke. We talked about this in a previous show. Uh, we need they've they've had all kinds of last minute changes to the voting laws that are done purposefully. They did it purposely, and well, just listen to Uncle Joe. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you know they, they had the greatest fraud machine ever. Fraud voting machine. Here we go. You know, it's just oh my god. Um, but the other thing is they're all, they're trying to overload the system. You know, this is where they're using the Wuhan virus as an excuse. And I got to tell you, Alpha and Delta, this is this is, they're they're also pushing out how uh, they they have these news reports on the local level. Uh, there's um, one that uh, I saw today that the pandemic's getting worse, and you know. All of a sudden, a week before, it's getting worse. The numbers are going up. Again, I'll say it, and I'll say it till I'm blue in the face. Uh, I'm not seeing any uh, bodies piling out, up outside the emergency departments, and I'm not seeing any co uh, Wuhan zombies walking around my area and nowhere else. So the death rates have gone considerably down, and the cases have gone up. We're testing like it's going on a style. You have a sneeze. You have a sniffle. They're doing a test on you. Yeah, not so, to, so, so so testing's going up, right? Yeah. And the more testing you do, the more positive cases you're going to find. That's that's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, interesting uh, that uh, um, that they're using that as a. And I don't want to like belabor the COVID point, but you did bring up Bravo a couple of shows ago, um, the Heritage Foundation talking about fraud, mm -hmm. right? Uh, yep. And the website. So I did a little. I, I looked at that today, um, Pennsylvania, where the Supreme court voted it down, uh, uh, happens to be one of the states out there that has a significant amount of fraud, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of fraud. Uh, uh, and, and if, and it's possible, I heard this on another show. I'll give a shameless plug to Dan Bongino, um, on the Bongino show this weekend. It's possible that Trump could win Pennsylvania, mm -hmm. but lose because of fraud. Mm-hmm. So, well, let's 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 expand on that just a little bit. I believe in the last election, 
it was either the last election or Obama's second term. All the precincts surrounding inner city Philadelphia, uh, it was a good chunk of geographic area along with population. It was millions of people. Not one Republican vote. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I, I might be wrong, but I, it was some statistically impossible, immeasurable figure mm-hmm. out of Philadelphia. It was crazy. Unfortunately, it doesn't surprise me. No, nothing it really doesn't. Me. It doesn't. And and until until we have voter ID mandates, until we get this system up and running, unfortunately, it was a day late and a dollar short. Um, and that's why it's important that everyone gets out there and votes and uh, vote the down ticket so that these laws can be changed. Um, I just, um, I, I'm hopeful and I'm, I'm optimistic that we're at the early voting returns that are coming out now. Some of the reports that I'm seeing, uh, there's not a lot of uh, showing from the Democrats at all. And there may be a lot of states that come into the win column for President Trump that this, you know, Pennsylvania is made to be irrelevant. Um, but again, but you have to, this is all speculation. You, you got to understand that 60 million people have already voted. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. in 2016, uh, what, what Trump got, uh, about 60 million votes mm-hmm. and, um, Clinton got about 63 million votes somewhere around that. So, so half of the population that normally votes, mm-hmm has already voted. So this is going to be a record-breaking election. And then to get back onto the the uh, uh, ACB front here, uh, when this goes down, and it will go down, There's, mm-hmm. I don't want to kid anybody out there that's listening to us. If you think that this is going to sail through, and on Tuesday night, November the 3rd, you're going to know who was president, we might all have a guess, but unless it's an absolute shellacking, which I mm-hmm. personally am hoping for, this is going to take some time. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they're going to yep. ha- and and everything's going to go to court. So you need to have that ninth justice on prior to prior to November third because you need and, and look to be fair, whether it was a left leaning justice or a right leaning justice, they should all actually just be justices. That's right, mm-hmm. and. Um, but you stole you, you stole my thunder there a little bit. There. <laughs> Sorry, Delta. I, I, you know I'm just kind of. That's okay. You and I've been thinking on the same plane, and we're equally as exhausted. So it's probably exactly. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but you're going to need that ninth justice to to really make a decision. We can't continue to punt these really serious decisions back down to the lower courts. Just can't mm-hmm. do it anymore. Right. Well, right, and and you know what? Look back to ACB. I'm certainly glad that Trump is getting another appointment to the Supreme Court. He's he's getting himself, well, he's getting the the people of the United States a real jurist, somebody who is she she doesn't seem to be a partisan. She's she's a constitutionalist. She mm-hmm. has her personal beliefs. You know what? She's entitled to those personal beliefs, but she sticks to the constitution and and precedent that's already out there. So <laughs> I think she's a great choice and she, mm-hmm. she doesn't seem to be any kind of an activist. She just seems to be a, a very serious, sober jurist. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be great for this country. Um, I could be wrong because, you know, everybody probably, I'm a chump, right? <laughs> so 
automatically I'm wrong. So or deplorable. Yes, mm. or any number of different things that people Bible beaten. I think that was Obama's line. You were yeah, stick to your, your guns and Bibles. your Bibles. Yeah, your Bibles, your guns, and just blah, to, blah blah just blah. Just to re, just to remind the audience how it seems like we we always get uh, kind of plastered with these names. You know, during Obama, it was stick to your guns and Bibles, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and during Clinton, it was deplorable, and now we're Trump. So, I just I. I, I, it amazes me how the Democratic Party seems to always figure out a way to al- alienate half of the country in yeah. in one stupid comment. Mm-hmm. Ah, the, other, yes. the other thing is, it's interesting. We as as Alpha you said, and Delta also, we need we need this justice. Uh, we need someone that'll uh, interpret the Constitution for what the Constitution was written for. The Constitution, not as uh, someone from the bench trying to make laws or policy. Uh, but, you know, this, the uh, Susan Collins strikes again. She's going to vote against this confirmation. Now, mind every, I want to remind everyone uh, that for Kavanaugh, she voted for, and she actually got up there and had this big, long-winded speech, and, you know, she took the attention, and, you know, everything was hunky-dory. And anyone want to take a guess why She's voting against ACB, which is, I think, is hundred percent shameful. It's ridiculous. Uh, Delta, what do you think? So, so this is exactly the reason why there's there's no faith and there's no trust in our institutions of government. The reason why Susan Collins of Maine is voting against uh, ACB is because she's in a tough election fight right now. Mm-hmm. It, it has nothing to do with, you know, whether or not she believes that she'll be a good jurist. She's trying to play fair and level Fox News uh, I think about two hours prior to us coming on the air tonight had had, had broke the story mm. that she's gonna she's gonna vote against ACB and I'm I looked at it and I'm like you got to be kidding me mm. you can't get no. any more political than that it, I mean well, wait a minute well wait a minute think about what you just said people have lost faith in their government blah 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 okay since when has the government? gotten so big and so powerful beyond the scope of what our founders really meant. When did we let that happen? When they run us and we don't run them anymore. Hmm. It, it, you know what? Democrat or Republican doesn't matter. You doesn't matter. Back, you can go back about 40 years or so, hmm. maybe even more. Um, it's the framers had an idea and it's a really great idea, and it's different than anywhere you'll find in the world, which is why it's successful. But, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely. So mm. uh, this is this is just another, I don't even know what it is. Uh, uh, a senator or congressperson, I think they make, you know, top-tier SES-level pay, which is right around 160, 170 grand. I think by law they can't make any more than that. But it's it's 170, like, 174 a year. 174. But it's almost like, uh, and as a side note, it's interesting how the first thing that, that Congress does every single time there's a new Congress is vote to approve their salary increase, just for the people out there. Hmm. Um, but uh, but it's like it's almost like sports, right? Because they get all a bunch of endorsements and stuff like that, and everything gets written off. So these, the, you, the, a lot of people go to Congress, whether it's senator or or, con- or uh, the uh, the House, 
and they wind up going in poor and coming out rich, and it's amazing how that happens. And that leads us into kind of the next topic that we want to talk about. Hunter Biden's laptop. For the record, I was kind of hoping we wouldn't talk about Hunter tonight because we really killed it last week, but also he did oh. stupid stuff, so I think, oh. I think it's worth talking. So oh. he, he got the Moron Award again, Delta? He he won it again. Again, yeah. <laughs> he in, just he, In one week's time. He's a repeat offender. Apparently. Oh, boy, is he a repeat offender. Just remember, it's all Russian disinformation. And that's what's even worse is that oh my God. The, main, the mainstream media is, is carrying the water for these numbskulls. It's just, and these morons, which they won the award for. I, I, I cannot even fathom. Okay, first of all, hmm. we all know that this guy in probably some drug-addled stupor Drops into a computer store and says, uh, here's my laptop. It's full of child porn and all the evidence of my family's corruption. Fix it. <laughs> and I'm going to sign for the receipt. Okay. Okay. So that's Russian disinformation. It's it, you ass Schiff. It's Hunter Biden's freaking laptop. Yeah. And he's and, still, yeah. he's still, he's still stuck in Russia. Um, and it may be because well, he's connected, <laughs> maybe. Well, oh, that might I, be a stretch. I, I think it's actually really, there's there's no other. You can, what are you going to throw at him? You can't be. You can't say that it's Chinese disinformation. I mean, no, no, it's no. It's so easy to say Russian disinformation. Well, the reason the reason why I say that is because there's evidence on that laptop, and this was uh, what Giuliani was was talking about. Uh, Nancy Pelosi involved, uh, Senator Chuck Schumer, Gillibrand, um, uh, Pelosi, all of them have have been bought off in some way, and it's all on that laptop, and they all want it to go away. If you think about how they've been acting, Pelosi was trying to ram through a uh, an impeachment, which she did, based on no evidence at all that would not, never even make it into the inside of a courtroom. This this is there's there's more that go it goes deeper, and I think that's why you're seeing this kind of behavior out of Shifty Shift and you know Eva Pelosi and the rest of the idiots that are being paid to sit there and listen to themselves talk. Well, you know, let let's put it to you this way. Okay, so back to what Delta was saying in the last segment. These people come in, and I've I've been saying this all along. You make a GS-15 salary or, you know, a little bit more than a GS-15 salary. Mm -hmm. For those out there listening who don't know what we're talking about, it's government service, 15, level 15. It's the highest pay grade that there is in the government. It's 170 some thousand dollars a year. How in the... I got to issue a correction there. Sorry. Yo, go ahead. I want you... GS-15 is uh, equivalent to what an 06 in the middle or a colonel, full board colonel is. Right, SES, which is um, senior executive senior service. Senior executive service. Hmm. Those folks make in the 170 range or so, and they're equivalent You're right. to flag officers. You're right. You're absolutely right. I'm I'm tired, so I missed the no, SES. No yeah. no, sorry. Long day, long week. So yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. So you know when these people, yeah, they're making 175 thousand dollars a year, and they've got five homes, cars, houses in D.C., which don't come cheap, by the way. 
Uh, they're flying all over the planet, all over the all the time. They've got vacation homes in Colorado and California. They've got homes all over the place. Where do you think that money comes from? I have no idea because if you remember, and I'll bring up General Flynn again, three-star general, he only had one home. That's right. He had one mm -hmm. home, and then when he, you know. He lost it. He had to sell it, right, because he had to pay for lawyers. So that's a three-star general who couldn't afford even even uh, a third or a fifth of what some of these uh, senators and uh, House members uh, have. <laughs> so so back to back to Hunter. <laughs> so this this laptop is kind of like the Kensington runestone. Some people will know what I'm talking about there. It was kind of the runestone was the you know the old Viking stone proved and, and wrote the language and the history of the people that went to uh, the visited Minnesota back before Columbus was a thing. Or, you know, we could call it the Rosetta Stone to decode the code, right, of the corruption. Mm -hmm. This laptop is the case to the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And God love him, of all people in the universe, Rudy Giuliani gets his hands on it. Mm -hmm. And he's a fearless guy. He doesn't care. Um, he broke the mob. And now he's dealing with a bigger mob. So it, it'll be very interesting in my mind to see where this all goes. Like I've always maintained, I don't care about Donald Trump's tax returns. I don't care what a billionaire does. Mm -hmm. What I care about is somebody on an SES's salary that's a multi-gazillionaire. How'd that happen? They must have done very well in the uh, stock market, don't you think, there, Alpha? Oh, totally possible. Mm. Or maybe the Chinese futures market. Or oh, maybe, yeah, maybe. Hey, I'm mm. doing pretty well in the stock market. I don't. I only have one house, so <laughs> let's, exactly. let's not. Let's not. Let's try to stay focused, gentlemen. Yeah. So yeah, much we're trying the money tree. we in the back. It this, came up in the backyard. I think this that's money, what happened. This money is coming from somewhere. Yep. Oh, right. it is. And it, and there's no doubt that. Uh, you know, the big guy, right? All that stuff. That all, <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows who that is. And and I don't want to belabor what we did last week. But if some, there were, you know, there, I was listening to some commentary this weekend, which I tend to agree with, that, um, that uh, Joe Biden actually exploited Hunter's drug problem mm. to, to, uh, to, to continue to, to make this stuff happen and to continue to get rich. And what, what, uh, obviously Republicans and Fox News and some whatever are calling a criminal enterprise. Mm. And Rudy Giuliani, who, by the way, just to mention, uh, uh, was the Southern District, was a U.S. Attorney for Southern District of New York when he broke the, the mob alpha. I just want to just give him some bona fides there. Um, he's been doing this a long time, and he knows what this stuff looks like. Mm. So, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the king. He's the king of the RICO predicate. Right. right. Um, you know, look, and, and what you're saying about, you know, drug addicts and putting them in positions, that was something that uh, I'd also been thinking a lot about and, and had heard a little bit discussion of discussion on. I think it was with Rudy Giuliani. Uh, they they exploited Hunter instead of helping somebody with a drug problem. They kept putting him in situations. Right. They kept piling it on him. And, you know, he's probably he's. <laughs> He doesn't even know what the hell he got himself into. So Joe, Joe should win Father of the Year for being such a great, you know, influence on his son and making sure that he does the best that he can in life, right? Uh, no, not in this case. 
Yeah, but at some point you're responsible for your own actions too. So let's take mm-hmm. the let's take the case of uh, a guy named Bobolinsky. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the VP that was hired to run uh, one of the companies that uh, one of the shell companies for Hunter mm-hmm. and the and the Biden crime syndicate. There, you know, never talk about the big guy. Never talk about Joe in writing. Don't do anything in email. Only face to face kind of thing. And this guy's out there, and he the FBI went and talked to him. Mm-hmm. They interviewed him. Finally. Finally, after they've had the laptop for a year. Now, okay, now let me ask you a question. Delta, Bravo, let me ask you a question. Let's just say you had some things on a computer that you shouldn't have had, and you went and you took it to a repair place. And the guy repairing it goes, oh, ugh, uh, they're obligated to report those findings to the proper authorities let me ask you a question if you dropped your laptop off and there were questionable materials on it how long do you think it would have been before you got clicked up oh i don't know i think it'd be the next day you know we're talking Uh, we're talking uh we're talking maybe weeks not months or years i mean that that happens immediately right so anybody that's right because because let's be fair right most people most uh, let's call it 90% of the population. They're good-hearted people that do the right thing. And when they see things like this and they see this kind of stuff, not not necessarily the emails per se, but definitely the pictures and the other stuff that was on there, it, it gets them in the stomach, right? And it gives them a queasy feeling, and they just want to do the right thing. So if this were any of us or anybody that I know in my circles, please would be at my house tomorrow picking me yeah. up, taking me down to jail. You know, this is, mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's t- it's two standards of justice in this country, which is which is very sad. I, I, well, people are getting sick of it, too. I, I know that for, I, I've been hearing it. Oh. Um, but getting back to uh, Bobulinski, uh, you know, he can, he's collaborating, collaborate, collaborate. He's, he's confirmed everything. Right. This. Yeah, it's right. been a long week. Yeah, long they're, they're contending, they're contending the emails aren't real and Bobulinski's yeah. over in their corner going, yeah, they're real. It's mm-hmm. happened, right? So yeah, and the press also, is still the press the, is still subduing it. Well, so sure, of course, it. you don't hear about it. I mean, they show it all the time. I watch, you know, you watch any of the the, the number of minutes spent on uh, MSNBC or CNN or ABC or any of the other channels is uh, zero, zero minutes spent talking mm. about this. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that the media piece of it is a, is a. It, 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 it's almost like a uh, uh, a contribution to the Biden campaign, to be honest with you. It really is. And on November 17th, a couple of the uh, big tech firms, unfortunately, unfortunately, we couldn't get him in there to talk to him before the election. But uh, mm-hmm. Lindsay got him in there for the 17th of November to uh, get Google and Twitter for campaign finance issues. Hmm. They're going to have to uh, talk to it. Rumor has it. Now, I can't. I can neither confirm nor deny this. There's a pretty well-known senator who had one of his relatives who was a minor child. They found their pictures on that laptop of Hunter Biden. So this is going to get interesting. So we'll have to see how that shapes up. I don't really want to say too much more about that until we know for sure. But Mm. that's some interesting stuff. Uh, This is horrible. It's just a nightmare scenario. As a parent, it's just terrible. Uh, this is the government our founders really warned us about, isn't it? It is. They they did. It they, was. It, it, 
safety. I think they paid attention to the Roman Empire, uh, you know, when, when that fell, and they they tried to guard against it in the Constitution, setting up safeguards, you know, having uh, all the things that are written the way it is, so that we don't go down that road. And unfortunately, it seems like over the last forty years, you know, how we were talking about this just a little bit earlier in this in this program. Uh, why things are going the way they were? They're finding loopholes. They're finding, you know, they're trying to expand more power. Um, it's it seems to be the 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 innate human nature that just all of a sudden kind of wants more and is not happy with what they have. I think that's, you know, that's my feeling on this. Uh, why they're trying to find ways around the Constitution, or they they claim that it's a living document that it should be allowed to. Uh, be, it should change with the times. Yeah, okay. No, it doesn't need to be changed. It's fine. Leave it alone. Well, and and, and let's just bring it full circle here. First of all, Hunter, Hunter Biden and Hunter Biden's a piece of trash. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Um, first of all, he's a crooked SOB. His father appears to be an incredibly crooked SOB who's made a lot of money selling his name and, and putting his name to thing things. And if you think for one minute... What do you think all that money buys? It buys your government. Mm -hmm. It buys policies that favor people that give these powerful politicians money. It completely blindsides the average working Joe in this country. And as a matter of fact, it hurts people. Mm -hmm. These people are hurting people. All of the policies that this money has purchased from China, from Russia, from wherever these people have been getting their money for years, Republican or Democrat, it's bad business. Mm -hmm. I would, if, and that's how we got Trump. Mm -hmm. People in this country are not stupid. People are smart enough to understand that Trump is kind of his own man. He's going to go out there and do his own thing. Do I love everything he says? No, I find him endlessly amusing. (laughs) However, I think that's how you got Donald Trump, right? Mm -hmm. You get a multi-gozillionaire who's got his name all over everything. He didn't need to do this. These guys, all of these politicians act out of desperation. When Donald Trump walks into the room, Delta, what did you say last time? The other two episodes ago? He owns the room. room. Why does he own the room? Because he's the biggest swinging Johnson in the room. Because he's got the money. He's not beholden to anybody. Nobody can buy him. Nobody can give him anything he doesn't already have. And that scares the hell out of these people. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I hear the passion in, in, in your statements and your voice, but I got, I got a, a bit of optimism on this, on this topic. The average American people, uh, average any people, right? It doesn't matter whether it's here or foreign countries. They, they understand corruption and power. Okay, you can see it. There's there's tons of movies out there where there is no shortage of showing examples of how uh, corrupt, powerful people. I don't want to just use politicians, but people in general, uh, how they act and how terrible it is. And everybody sees it. Right. House of Cards. Everybody loves that Mm -hmm. show. House of Cards is 100 percent true. If you've been around D.C., Uh, uh, that stuff happens all the time. What I wanted to get to, the point that I wanted to make was it doesn't matter whether it's true or not, which we believe that it's true. I believe that it's true. I don't want to speak for you. 
I'm there. I'm there with you, Delta. Bravo. I believe it. I, I believe that it's true. Um, it's hard not to believe that, you know, even on, on both sides that it's true. Um, but whether it's true or not doesn't matter. The fact that it's even a story and, and the average Joe that's going to vote understands public corruption. They get it. Hmm. And they don't want people who are corrupt making decisions on their behalf. And it doesn't matter whether it's at the local level. Bravo, you and I talked about this a lot where we grew up. And uh, we used to talk about how some people are just in it for X, Y, and Z, right? Yep. So you, we would have lengthy conversations about, well, what is the intent and the purpose that they're doing what they're doing? And if it smelled fishy to me, I was all over it. I was all done with it. Because if you're not in... If you're not performing your duty, whatever your job is, and in this case it would be the vice president or maybe even the president, if you're if you're in there trying to do this to gain money or influence or power, then I don't want you there because you're not representing me. And the, the average American gets that. The people that listen to this podcast get that. Well, I, I think you're absolutely right. And... This country was founded by people who were sick, a lot of us believe, uh, people like us three, and there are a lot of people like us. I firmly believe America was founded because we were tired of being pushed around and taxed and told what to do and stolen from and lorded over, mm -hmm. and we wanted to be the masters of our own destiny. That's why our folks came here. That's why we wrote King George, the, the greatest divorce note of all times, the Declaration of Independence. It was the greatest breakup letter of all. Dear John, <laughs> I don't love you anymore, and here's why. There's a reason why that happened. And we're coming to a point now where, like I said before in this episode, the government has become too big. It's the end-all, be-all. It's too much. Mm -hmm. And they've really pushed the boundaries, intruded into every portion of everybody's life. And now when you get the added stress on your average person, they wake up one morning and they go, you know what? Damn. Joe Biden really took money from China to form these policies and to do this, that, and the other thing. Or this politician did this, that, or the other thing, or that. It's almost time for that divorce again, right? Mm. And that's how you got Trump. Yeah, and and it is it actually is tra uh, it's translating into votes from the black community, from women, from Latinos, everywhere. It's it's it is happening again. The balance between us getting out there and voting versus uh, the amount of fraud that we're going to be seeing. I, I'm I'm confident that there's going to be enough people out there to counterweight and make that insignificant. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. But. Enough is enough. Yeah. Right? Enough yep. is enough. Enough and lies. We're seeing, it. we're seeing it. We're seeing it change. We're seeing right. it before our eyes. Well, you know, we, we've, we've kicked the dust around on that one a lot. You know, Hunter, someday the music is going to stop for these people. And, and I don't know when it's going to be. I hope it's soon. Um, because the, the double standard in this country is the reason 
why we elected a person like Donald Trump. Um, and I think we will continue to elect people like Donald Trump, more independent thinkers. Um, I think we're done with politicians, pro professional career politicians. It was never meant to be a career. Right. The founding fathers never thought of it, of politics as a career. I mean, look at George Washington. I don't want to belabor this too much. They're like, hey, George, um, we really need you. And he's like, oh, <laughs> I just got done fighting there. Oh, you need me to do what? <laughs> the person the, that's most reluctant to take power or does it out of a real altruistic reason is the person I want in charge. Mm-hmm. That being said, now let's talk about that debate the other night. But before we do that, before we do that, hold on one second, guys. Let's remind everybody, go to Signal50.com, hit the Contact Us link, send us some feedback. We'd really like to hear from some of the audience members out there. Really like to hear what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. Uh, we're going to continue doing what we're doing, but uh, we'd love some feedback. If you guys got any show ideas or anything, I any ideas like that at all out there, please send them to us. Another thing is we're going to get to something a little bit later that we're going to find really interesting. We'll talk about that at the end of the show, but uh, let's talk about that debate for now, right? The debate. The debate. A real debate. And it was it really one. was. It really it was. was. And I thought the moderator did a somewhat of a good job in the very beginning and then slid a little bit rail. down yeah. the hill towards the end, but overall, okay, right? So she, she interrupted uh, President Trump 111 times to Biden 22 or 26 times, I think. Um, somebody can correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong. I know it, it, was, mm. it was a much greater ratio for the president. That being said, out of the three... Wow, I guess you can't count the town halls as uh, debates, but uh, the she did a good job uh, keeping folks on track. Mm -hmm. um, I will say stowing her prejudice because she she going in there, we knew that she had democratic leaning uh, uh, ideology. She her parents worked, I think, for the Bidens at some point, so we, we knew this going in. So that being said. I think she did actually a pretty good job uh, allowing people to talk, trying to keep people on pace, which is hard to do, uh, especially when you have two egomaniacs standing at podiums. Um, <laughs> I think she did a good job. I, From a 60,000-foot view, I agree with you, Delta. I, I definitely think she did as good a job as she could do. Um, you can hear her trying to stop uh, uh, Biden from stepping in it which he did. <laughs> he didn't really need a lot of help to stop him because he was already in it before she could stop him. Uh, but you know what the interesting thing is? The, there were the, the talk of uh, all of the uh, uh, delay you know, the, um, with President Trump and the mute buttons and how bad it, you know, it's going to be. And it's not going to, it actually, it, it may have fell right into the strategy that he was looking for, because he had this two minutes of uninterrupted talk. He was optimistic. He was hopeful. He had facts to back up what he was saying. And then you go over to Biden, and it was doom, gloom. We're all going to, you know, the sky is falling. It's uh, going to be a dark winter. It's going to be a dark winter. Where he's going to lock us all up again over my dead body. I am not staying in the house all winter again. Not doing it. 
<laughs> I need to get to somewhere warm. Well, this this has got to stop. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, you know, let let's 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 back it up a little bit, and and uh, you guys are right. I I agree completely. Um, I give credit where it's due. The moderator, she did she did a decent job. It wasn't horrible. Okay, I was expecting worse. Right. This was a disaster for Joe Biden. <laughs> it was an implosion. It wasn't an explosion. He didn't get all over us. Oh, my God. It was an implosion. Oh, it was a disaster. Trump pinned him in the corner and just just, just pummeled him. And, and he didn't really have to do much. He just, he just let him down the road and let him wipe himself out. Well, I love the part where. Trump was like, well, you're going to get, you're going to, you're going to ban fracking. I never said I was going to do that. Trump's like, yeah, you did. Well, you can put it on your website. Not not only did he put it on his website, he had a campaign event. Like, I think it was last night. Oh yeah. And he puts it up on the big screen. There's the the videos. He had a huge montage (laughs) of Biden saying, well, I'm going to, we're going to get rid of coal and we're going to get rid of all of this stuff. And we're going to drive broccoli-powered cars. It's fantastic. <laughs> so, you know, God bless Trump. God, He I actually listened. He actually listened to, I, I, thought, I was listening to Breitbart uh, daily in the mornings on my way to work. And they were talking about why aren't they just blasting this on at his rallies. Well, he was listening because he's doing it. So, so I, I got to mention two things on the debate. One, um uh, the disappointing thing about the moderator, just to step it back a minute, is that that she didn't really pressure uh, either candidate to be to be fair mm. uh, in the second and third iteration of what they were talking about in the beginning of the question. Right? You could have easily gone in on Hunter Biden a little bit more. You could easily have gone in on fracking and all the other stuff that Joe Biden said. You could easily pressure Trump on COVID response and stuff if you wanted to. They don't do that, right? Because it's a, it's a game for all of them, okay? So that's the thing on the moderator. Hmm. The other thing I wanted to mention, we're talking about how, you know, the stunning difference between, you know, Trump first debate, Trump second debate. This is, Trump is not, uh, a lot of people think he's a bull in the china shop. He's not. He's a surgical tactician. Mm-hmm. And the things that he does, he does for a reason. So he went into that first ba- uh, debate and he totally fed red meat to the base, right? Just all the way. Just beat mm. the crap out of Biden. Didn't even give him a chance to talk. And everybody's like, yes, go, go. And then he comes in the second one. He lets him talk. And he lets him step on himself. And he lets him alienate the base. And then alienate the moderates all in the same time. This mm. is, this is you have got to be playing four-dimensional chess mm. to, do, to play at this level. We all know Biden's not there. But I don't think a lot of people give enough credit to the president on what he actually thinks through before he gets into those debates. Okay, Mm -hmm. so this goes back to earlier episodes. Mm -hmm. The man wrote a book. It's called The Art of the Deal. Mm -hmm. Read the book and you'll understand the man and how he thinks. And he's going to go in. He's going to go in the first time. He's going to go big, bold, brash. And you're right, Delta. He fed red meat to the base, got everybody juiced up. The second time, he let him kind of, you know, do his thing. You can never, (laughs) you can't sell the man short. He's going to make you trip yourself up. 
Mm-hmm. That's his that's his MO. That's what he does for a living. He took Biden and put him off balance. You don't know what you're going to get every time you put Trump in front of an audience. You don't know what's going to happen. Hmm. Ever. He's very unpredictable, which is why they can't figure him out. Mm-hmm. They they can't stop him either. You can't stop a guy like him. And sure. he's way smarter than everybody gives him credit for. Right, but mm-hmm. unpredictability is scary unless you have trending lines that show that you can be predictable, right? So he's unpredictable on what he's going to say or what's going to be on his Twitter or what, you know, what conversations he's going to have, who's, who's he's going to like, who he's not going to like. He's unpredictable in that respect. But if you look at his record over the last three and a half, almost four years now, it's very predictable, mm-hmm. right? The stuff that he does follows a trend line. Absolutely. Not to mention the fact that Sudan just signed a peace deal. That's a third that one came, now. Third, third one. Fourth. 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 One, sorry, fourth one yeah. in the Middle East. Yeah. And and not the you know, but the, the again another one. It's like uh, it's raining peace deals. It's like come on in, and then I guess there's a whole bunch of them lined up ready to go. Well, we'll we'll get to that in a yeah. sec. Let's get <laughs> let let's let's stay on topic here. Hold on a minute. <laughs> So let's let's talk a little bit about the debate and, and everything that goes along with the debate, too. Okay, the debates. All right. I would give Trump, I'd give him a B-plus on the last one, right? And, and Joe Biden, it's a pretty low bar to jump over. I'd give him a C just for showing up and staying awake. <laughs> okay? It's, it's a really low bar. Um, it's a base election. I don't think the debate made that much of a big deal to people. The only object that Trump didn't have to win, the only thing Trump had to do was make Biden alienate the radical left. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> because, a, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, occasional cortex there and her yeah. little gaggle yeah. of idiots. They'll yeah. turn on him in a heartbeat. They already did. Exactly. They, just, they, get, they keep getting reined in by uh, uh, Pelosi. But they want they want the whole communist manifesto to take the place of the constitution and it's disgusting this has well, got to be a subject for for later because i've got a lot of stuff on this the hypocrisy is on oh yeah it's just I, stunning i don't want to lose what we're talking about mm. if we get into that well discussion. right so let let's talk a little bit let's talk a little bit then let's let's go on a little bit here okay mm-hmm. the debate okay we wrapped it up b plus mm-hmm. i give them a b plus delta I, I, Did it? I, I can't grade these people because I can't. Trump, uh, again, Trump with with surgical precision, did exactly what he needed to do, and Biden managed to stay awake. So there's there's my analysis. Okay, so he accomplished. I think you're right. He accomplished his goal. I'd give him a B plus or an A on accomplishing your goal, right? I, so good, I good job. I'm giving him an A because he met the rubric of uh, getting in there and letting uh, Uncle Joe there step on himself. And fall into a bunch of uh, holes. How can you he... grade him? He's off the chart. He's not even on the grading scale. Oh, and this again, guy crushes hopes and dreams everywhere he goes. <laughs> That's because the highest grade he can get is an A, but A plus if you really uh... use that grading scale. But I'm I'm giving him an A. I think he did exactly what he should have done. Uh, and he had people talking the next day, and they had sound clips to play over and over and over. Uh, wow. And the Boilermakers are pissed off at him because 
he's claimed, you know, Biden claimed that he had the Boilermakers on his side. Next thing you know, that's not true. Yeah. He's We're... full of lies. That guy's full of lies. <laughs> well, the, the, the thing about it is, is, is he made Biden just get up there. Look, <sighs> Joe Biden showed up. He, he gave a solid performance for Joe Biden, you know, which is last in his law school class type performance. Okay. Well, he, he plagiarizes still, everything. Well, exactly. But he's still a lawyer, right? He still wound up being a lawyer, you know, but the last guy in the class is still a lawyer. Like right. the last guy that graduates from, you know, his medical school and his uh, orthopedic class is still <laughs> called doctor. Ask yeah. me how I know how that, <laughs> that guy is. So, you know, he showed up, he, he finished, he made it. He didn't die. He stayed awake. Okay, great. But he, everything was pretty much, you know, a lie. Mm -hmm. So, ah, I don't know. So how does this translate into what we're going to see seven to eight days from now? That's, well, I think that's where you're, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Mm. Alpha. I do that usually for Bravo, but <laughs> I want, how, do, how do you think that this is going to go eight days from now? Well, let me, let me, let me put it to you this way. I think that's a great, that's a great question. And let's talk a little bit about the excitement of the base and the excitement of the voter and some of the polling that's going on, right? Mm -hmm. How is it going to translate? How's the, how's the debate going to translate to votes a week from uh, Tuesday? I don't think it is. All right. Uh, it's a base election. People are pretty well decided. The only thing Joe Biden did was lose votes. Trump mm -hmm. didn't gain anything. All Trump has to do is to get Joe Biden to alienate people so they'd be like, oh, screw this guy. I'm not voting for him. You're going to do what to my taxes? <laughs> you're going to stop fracking where? Yeah, you're going to take gonna, my job gonna, away? You're going to take my job away? And the stock market's going to do what? And, and you're going to take my car away? Oh, my God. No way. That's how I think it's going to translate. That's how sure. I think it'll translate well, next Tuesday. you get him to stay home, right? So. If right. You home, you know, and again, and I, I'll bring up to the point that I brought up uh, when we started the show tonight. 60 million people have already voted. Even, you know, just this past week. Hmm. 60 million people. It's a stunning number. It's, a, it's huge, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know what side it's on. There's, you know, it's not it's not as good. Right. So Democrats traditionally vote mail in or early. Republicans tend to vote on election day. That's fact, right? That's not, yes. I'm not making that up. That's a traditional that's methodology, way, right? So if that's the case, and the Democrats haven't really seen the numbers that they're used to seeing, they're in big trouble. And I think they knew that they were in big trouble, or we at least knew that they were in big trouble. They're playing this along like they think they can win it, but but I just don't. I don't see that happening. I, you, there's such a stark difference in the two candidates. Well, You'd let's have look. You want to give up all your money and give up all your freedom and give up everything that you've worked so hard for so you could vote for Joe Biden. Right. Let's talk a little bit about that then. Right. Okay. So Trump is doing rallies and he did like, how many rallies did he do today? Three or four? He did three yesterday. And, and, and he went all the way from uh, Florida where, and he actually voted. And then he went up to <laughs> Wisconsin, which was like 34 degrees. North you know, and North Carolina, and stopped at North Carolina in the middle. The, they're packing him in uh, peaceful protest so that it can That's have right. more than one person. That's right. It's a peaceful uh, protest, and that is a true peaceful protest. Right. Uh, and uh, and the crowds absolutely they go for you know, and they're on they're on airports, 
So you, you have fields, open fields, and it's wall-to-wall people. Right. So you've got tens of thousands, if not, let's let's call it 100,000 people that try to show up to a rally for Trump, right? Mm-hmm. And they can let in 20 or 30,000. During a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, it's not a thing. Um, <laughs> the pandemic. It's not a thing. It's not no. a thing. Anyhow, uh, so you've got that, and you've got the former president, who was the messiah, out there stumping for people. He's got, what, 50 cars he's yelling yeah, it at? It doesn't matter. He's Look, this is... You're getting in a celebrity vote thing again? No, no, no. I'm just talking. I'm, I'm just talking about Joe Biden shows up to do a rally somewhere. He climbs out of the basement. They load his ass up in a car. They drive him somewhere. And he's standing up there. And there's a couple of straw bales and a little sign and his wife leading him around like a like a little purse dog you know <laughs> here get up here joe here go ahead talk he gets up there and he starts screaming like a madman at like 20 mm-hmm. people standing in circles and they're all like yay <laughs> and you've got the trump supporters outside yelling you know there's you can a, hear him over you can hear him that's and, right yeah and he's yelling and he's, and... yeah and then he called us chumps yeah, but it's, okay it's it's, it's, it's unbelievable is, <laughs> it's unbelievable number one but number two it it just goes to show that no they didn't learn anything. I I can't believe anybody's still working off the same playbook they've been working on for forty years. Delta, all... I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on that. Here's here's what I think they that they they deluded themselves into believing one that the press was is covering for them and that that was gonna cover they're gonna pull them over the the finish line. So I think that's that's part of this. Uh, two that. There's such resentment, and, and again, whatever polls that that the Democrats are using, they should get, they should fire these companies because they're telling them what they want to hear, they're believing it, and they're going with it, and they think that there's such hatred for the president, which is so far from the truth, that he was going to win the election because everyone wants to change and they hate Trump. I'm like, my wallet is really doing very well. And I really like the direction of the country, and I like all the peace deals over yonder. Um, I uh, nope. I get my minds are already made up. Yeah, but, but you made you made two really good points there, right? The the last one was super super important. We I think we all agree. My four hundred one k is doing better than it's done. You know, I've been in the workforce for over twenty years now, right? Mm-hmm. So so my my four hundred one k is doing better than it has ever done. So yes, people vote with their, with their wallet. The other point that you brought up. Uh, that was stunning is, you know, the, the, that people don't, people don't vote for celebrities, right? They vote for the person that's out there. Mm. People vote with what's best for their family. Mm -hmm. People vote for their financial security and I don't care and their freedoms. I don't care what anybody else says. I don't, I don't even care if you have a choice between Voting for somebody who assures you that they're going to cost you more money after they get into office, that you can't do better for your family because you have to pay the government machine more to redistribute your wealth into God knows what kind of pocket or where versus the guy that says, hey, listen, I'm going to cut this bureaucracy. I'm going to cut this crap down and I'm going to put more money in your pocket. Who are you going to vote for? I'll take option B, sir. Oh, exactly, exactly. I, I don't, I don't ever, I've, I've never understood, and I, 
you we've all worked long enough. We've been in situations where people feel that they're owed, it's owed to them that what I make should go in their pocket to support them so that they don't have to work. It pisses me off. Still right. pisses me off to this day. Yeah, yeah who's this? Who's this FICA guy and what's he doing with all my cash, right? That's right. What so, are you taking my money for? Nothing. So listen, look, the, the polls out there, you know, you, you, they're, they're still, oh my God, they're so bad. You know, they're, they're saying Biden's ahead by five and he's this, he's that. No, I, I think it's all a lie. I think the polling is screwed up. I think it is all a lie for the Democrats, and, and and they're all in the pocket of the Democrats, all the polls. You know, Frank Luntz and all these guys, remember, these guys are all pollsters for hire, too, right? They want to make everything look good for the people that they are paying them. They make multi-million dollars. Multi-million dollars to do these Absolutely. kind of polls. It was yeah. on one of the commentary shows this weekend. How many pollsters got fired after 2016? None. None. Zip. Zilch. It's like so being a weather. It's like being a weatherman, right? It's yeah, like being yeah. a weatherman, right? So it, this, I agree with you, Alpha. The polls are. I, I just I got a text tonight. Hey, can you know, you vote in such and such a state? Uh, uh, can, can you take three minutes to answer a poll? And I'm like, no, I don't have time for that crap. I got a family. I got a job. I got all the other stuff that I have to do. If you're call, if you're answering a poll, if you're answering the call, or you're answering a text message, it's probably because you're getting a government paycheck, right? Because you're on one of these social programs. I, I hate, you know, I'm not trying to alienate our audience. Maybe you do answer polls, but I, I just want to say that the people, one, people aren't going to answer polls, and two, uh, n nobody's going to talk about that they're voting for Trump unless you're doing a podcast like we are. Mm -hmm. And, you know and I mean? you're right. Delta, you're 100% right. You can't you cannot go into, I, I was saying this the other day, I can't go into work, say Trump and wear my hat and say, yep, I'm voting for Trump because then they're going to look at you like you're a bastard stepchild and then make your life miserable and try to get you fired. It's ridiculous. And here's the big difference. And I, 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 I want to close out my portion of this, this on this. When Ice Cube and 50 Cent came out this week, now the celebrity vote normally goes to the Democrats because that's where their money is, Hollywood mm -hmm. and New York, right? So when 50 Cent came out and said what he said uh, about not wanting to pay 62% taxes, because everybody knows that if Joe Biden gets in the office, he's going to uh, take away the, the Trump tax cuts, right? So instantly everybody's taxes goes up. Even if he doesn't do it on the middle class, all the wealthy people, which is Hollywood and New York, are going to wind up paying more taxes. Mm -hmm. And they're going to move their stuff overseas and everybody knows the fallout so 50 cents said that and then ice cube also said i'll talk to anybody as long as they're trying to do better for the african-american community and they're trying mm -hmm. to do better you know da, 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 i'll talk to anybody well 50 cent by his ex-girlfriend uh chelsea handler got basically doxxed on uh on the uh uh jimmy fallon show and said that uh she said quote i had to remind him that he was a black person, so he can't vote for Donald Trump, mm. and that he shouldn't be influencing an entire swath of people who may listen to him because he's worried about his own personal pocketbook. Uh. Eh, wrong. No, the vote, the the black vote, and the uh, according to the the show, you know, Dan Bongino had an awesome interview show. If you haven't heard it, go the watch it on Rumble, no, or YouTube. But anyway. 
Uh, he said that the black vote is the highest it's ever been. I think it's 20-something percent. It's going to be understated, under- though, right? Because they'll lie right. about it. Yeah. No, they're not going to talk about right? it. Right. If you're not going to, he said, well, again, if you're not going to. I don't talk to people on the phone. No, right. No, no. I'm saying the the, <laughs> sh- the 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 blacks that are showing up to the polls right now are higher than it's ever been, and they're and they're you know the registering as as Republicans, and that's the direction a, they're going. It's a wonderful thing. It is. It's, it's, it's awesome. A, I mean, it's an awesome it. thing. He's earned it. Well, no. Look, <laughs> listen. The Republican Party. Let let's we're we're well over time here, so we're just going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> the Republican Party was founded to eradicate slavery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are the party of everybody's an equal. Everybody deserves a chance. Everybody gets to live by the same rules. And, and I firmly believe that. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to be successful. I want everybody to have the same opportunities and chance. Everybody needs to be successful. That's what this country is all about. So let's back up the conversation a little bit, then we're going to have to wrap this up because we are over time. Now, where did it all go wrong for the Democrats? Where did the seed change come when everything became radicalized and they took every opportunity to bash everybody? Let me just bring something back to everybody's attention. Does anybody remember a senator from Minnesota named Paul Wellstone? Mm, No. Actually, that doesn't ring a bell for me. Okay. I want everybody out there in the audience to look it up. Many, many years ago, Paul Wellstone, he was a senator. He was a, I think he was a senator from Minnesota. He was not a wealthy man. He was, he was very much a socialist. He really was. Um, did not agree with the damn thing the guy said, mm-hmm. but he really lived it. He was not a wealthy man. He lived in a duplex. Hmm. and he drove old cars, and he did not dress fancily, and he did not have the fancy things. He was killed tragically in a plane accident. He was went hunting with somebody, a friend of his, and took him hunting or took his family somewhere in a plane. I can't remember all the details. Plane crashes, and they had a funeral for him, and Jesse Ventura was the governor, and it was, it was very interesting. Um, the funeral turned into uh, basically a, a Democratic, rally and it, it it turned evil and it was horrible mm. that's where i think it all went wrong hmm. so i don't know we just have to look back a little bit in history mm-hmm. so anyhow we we got to wrap this up we're we're at well over an hour and we've taken enough of everybody's time so you know like to wrap it up we talked about tomorrow is going to be a, an interesting vote in the senate uh, i wonder if the Democrats are going to show up for that one. I don't know. <laughs> I they can, they can vote no. Uh, they don't have to vote absent. Right. Yeah. And if they have any objections, you know, speak now and forever hold your peace. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's sad again that you have one of the, it's, one it's of horrible. our own that's turning their turning their back on the party. But for uh, you see this, you see this all the time. Yeah. You know, it's all politics. It's disgusting it's a disgusting game i'm glad that the senate republicans just decided to just ram her through and get it done you know full speed ahead go <laughs> or or just do their job right go, exactly right? Doesn't have to be slow no there, there's no reason for delay here we need we need those 
we need we need what is constitutionally mandated is the nine justices. We need that mm-hmm. right now. So, you know, then we got uh, Hunter Biden. We talked about Hunter. I think we've beaten him up enough. And and I'm going to add one thing here. Our FBI needs an overhaul. Mm-hmm. Our right. entire system of justice needs to be re-examined. There can't be two, two, uh, uh, no stand. two standards. That's right. That's right. Standards. Not for... Not for the Democrats, not for the Republicans, or not for one, not for the ordinary citizen, and not for the the elites. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's disgusting. And and last but not least, the last debate it was just, it was masterful. It was a masterful performance from the president. I think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a great job. I'm really glad that he went up there. He took a very calm, measured approach in this in this go around, and he he made Biden smell it. And uh, he might have lost a little bit of his base. So, you know, all that being said, I want to thank you guys for uh, coming with us. Delta Bravo, thanks a lot for uh, for your input tonight. Really appreciate a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, Anytime. Want to go ahead and give our affiliate plug. Uh, as normal, POF USA, Patriot Ordnance Factory of Chandler, Arizona. Makers of the finest AR-15 style rifles anywhere in the world. Made right here in the good old U.S. of A. Made for Patriots by Patriots. And, you know, coming soon, we're going to start featuring some small businesses, mom and pop shops that are doing good things out there. We've got some things in the works there. We'll bring you some information on some people that we'd like to hopefully that you give them a little bit of patronage. Uh, they deserve it. They're hardworking folks trying to do the right things. So that being said, uh, thanks a lot, everybody. I'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen for protecting us 24 seven, 365, our police fire, and most especially our law enforcement officers out there risking their lives to keep you safe. So and and just don't forget, remember to look, look us. Uh, oh, look that's at right. Our website. Yeah. Uh, at yeah I sold the short there. And info, <laughs> info at signal, signal 50.com. Send us an email. We want to hear from you. You can yell at us too. We could take it. Absolutely. Please do. Um, come see us on Parlor. You know, Parlor Rumble. Yep. Yeah, wherever. Come see yep. us. Come. Let us. And know we're not on Facebook. Are. Hey guys, guys, you have the same access to the show notes that I do. Put the shameless self promotion plug in there for me, will you? <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening. And, have a great and week. Have a take care. Have a great week. Take care of yourselves. Take care of others. If you haven't voted, you're sent in your absentee ballot, you know, get that thing in there. If you're going to do it that way, make sure to get to the polls next Tuesday. Take your friends to the polls. Go vote. Just get out and do your thing. And a down ticket. A vote. Hold your nose for the Republicans on the down ticket. If you have to just vote Republican. Otherwise, you're voting for people who want to take away things, not preserve things. So thanks a lot, everybody. Have a good night. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye.